0: Hello and welcome to the Carney E-Free Podcast. This podcast provides an opportunity for different ministry leaders and pastors to talk about various topics that could be happening within our church, within our community, or even around the world. My name is Cody Riedel, and I'm the Communications Director at E-Free, and today I'm joined by Jordan Heinrichsen. Jordan, why don't you introduce yourself and... Give everyone a, a taste of what we're going to be talking about today.
1: Yeah. So my name is Jordan, and I'm the student ministries pastor here at e which means I got to work with middle school and high school students um, here at e and I also get to help lead the venue on Sunday mornings. Um, so you asked me to come talk about the chapel and what the chapel means for student ministries and how it's going to increase the ministry that we get to do. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really excited about the chapel uh, because to just to give you a background of student ministry— um, a normal night has three phases. So the first phase is a hangout time or game time. I, I always tell the students this is their time. It's an opportunity for them to connect with one another, to connect with the small group leader, um, but just catch up so that um, that's something naturally we want to do. Um, and if we give them that opportunity at the beginning, then it helps them to settle down a little bit when we get to the message time and they're not walking into the message trying to catch up with their friend. And so it's just an opportunity also for middle school students to get out some energy and help them to... Uh, get winded down a little bit so that they're ready for worship and message. And then phase two is the worship and message. Uh, So we currently are in the venue space. And so we do all this in one space. We do games, we do worship, we do message, and then we send them out for small groups. And so then worship and message, we have a student ministries band uh, made up primarily of students who lead the students in worship music. And then following that, I get up and I speak uh, for a short time about that night's topic or the series that we're in. And then following that, we go to phase three, which is small groups, which is an opportunity for the students to ask questions, if there's something I was unclear about, um, there's something they, they wondered, how does this work with this issue in my life or this thing that's going on in our family? And so it's a, a great opportunity also for them to connect with a leader. Uh, my heart behind that is when I talk with people that had great uh, student ministries experiences or great youth group experiences, usually it comes down to a person. That They had a a person, whether it's a, a small group leader or whether it was a volunteer or whether it was a youth pastor, that they couldn't tell you a ton of the messages. They could tell you one or two messages that really had an impact, but they could tell you about a person and how that person made them feel that they were seen, that they mattered. And so we want to do that through our small group ministries. Well, uh, the chapel is going to really, really help us um, because it, it provides a couple of things. So one, it's going to provide us a new space for that worship and message time. And what I, I love about that is we used to have a middle school room that we could fit all of the middle school students in. Um, but as time went on and the middle school ministry grew, we couldn't fit all those students in there comfortably uh, for a long period of time. And so what would happen is uh, at the end, we were smashing 90 of them into this room. And when it started, the room would probably be you know 70 degrees. And by the time the <laughs> the night was done. It was eighty degrees in there, mm. and you put middle school room students in a room that's eighty degrees, and it doesn't go great. That that helps them focus. Yeah, <laughs> Sarcass, sarcasm, yeah. There. So sarcasm there, yep. sarcasm. Um, and so, uh, this new space uh, will allow us to put everybody in one room, um in a, in a comfortable manner. Uh, what I love about that is there's something that happens, especially for middle school students, when they leave one space to go to a next space that helps them transition, mm-hmm. and previously when we're all in the venue and we're playing games uh, 10 feet from where we're supposed to do the message, that doesn't give them that transition opportunity or that time as well. So we do some things to try and make that work and it has worked to a certain extent but this is going to be so much better because they're going to physically move from one space to another and it's going to help their brains go okay, in this space we focus in this space we lock in, in this space Mm -hmm. it's time to learn. And so I'm excited about that aspect of it. The other aspect I'm excited about is that it's going to contain them all in a a closer uh, relationship to me on the stage to them where they're sitting. Because in the venue um, it's more of a box than a square. Mm -hmm. And so when a a student is and one of the ends of that rectangle, then what happens is they are a long distance away from me, which increases a couple of things. One, it increases their likelihood that they're going to lose attention because they're further away from me, which then increases the likelihood that they're going to mess around and distract their neighbors because they're further away. And then it increases the likelihood that they're just going to disconnect. Hmm. And so I'm excited for this new space because uh, the furthest that most of them are going to be away is probably um, 20 to 30 feet which is really close. And so they're going to all be engaged. They're going to all be close together, um, which is also encourages them to be focused and to go, okay, I'm not going to be able to maybe get a, get away with some of the things, whether it's talking to my neighbor or it's messing around, because um, we're so compact in a comfortable manner hmm. um, that it's, it's going to be different from where we were in the uh, middle school room. Um, and so I, I'm really excited about that opportunity that we have uh, to, to do that. And then – it's going to allow us to uh, make the the venue our dedicated game or activity space, mm. which is going to be really nice because we're going to be able to remove all the chairs that are in there on Wednesday night that the kids were sitting in previously, and now we can use that extra space um, either just to let kids be able to have a few more inches between them um, because um, if you're a parent that has peeked in during Wednesday nights when it's completely full and we have 100 kids in there, um, it's a lot of um, shoulder-to-shoulder and there's a lot of, uh, it, it adds to the chaos of middle school. So middle school ministry always has a certain amount of chaos, mm-hmm. um, but my hope is it's <laughs> controlled chaos. Yeah. Um, and so having more space for kids to breathe, I think is going to help us to have that controlled chaos because there'll be more space for them to get away from one another and be able to, to breathe. And then also we'll be able to add in uh, hopefully a couple other activities into that space. So we currently have two different activities. One is called uh, Gaga Ball, which if you've been to a playground and you've Seen this hexagonal kind of uh, or octagon it's an octagon octagon kind of object um, it's more or less dodgeball that's a safe version in 2020 hmm. and then so kids love it it's a great af- activity it goes the games go fast you can get a lot of kids in there at once and then the other activity is nine square in the air and so we're going to be able to um, increase our activity space and that's going to make that a dedicated game space so that they have one mentality when they go into that room when they go into the chapel or it will give them a different mentality. And then when we release them to small groups to connect with the small group leaders and each other, it'll be even better because we'll have more small group spaces. Thanks to um, the back part of the chapel that can be a different part of, can be a separate room. Mm -hmm. And then we can put a couple groups in the venue space. And so uh, I'm really excited about the chapel. It is uh, going to help Wednesday nights run us more smoothly. Um, They've brand smooth so far but mm-hmm. it's going to just increase the ministry that we can do and uh, I think make space so students feel like there's more room for them and that more kids can come and so hopefully as guests come and they walk in they go I can belong here there's a place for me Sure. and then from the venue side if I take off my, my student ministries hat and put yeah. on my venue hat um, I'm excited uh, for Pablo and the bilingual ministry um, because we have been sharing the venue and so at 915 there's a venue service that happens and then between the 915 15 service and the 11 o'clock service, that room gets somewhat transformed for mm-hmm. a bilingual ministry to take place. And so,
0: this is for our Sunday morning yep. service yes. at 9, 15,
1: and 11. Yep. Yes, thank you mm-hmm. for uh, clarifying that. Yeah, Sunday morning. And so what happens is um, if the service runs a little bit long, um, then that, that time is really compact for mm-hmm. the bilingual ministry to have to flip the room. And then what that means is that we need to get the venue people out of there fast, which then which then means we can't uh, encourage them to stay and to mingle and just to talk and to catch up. And so having the new uh, chapel space for the bilingual ministry will allow the venue that happens at 915, the venue service then, to be able to feel the freedom to say, okay, you guys can hang out for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. You don't have to run out of this room. And... Some people are able to leave the room and have a conversation in the hallway, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that when they walk out of that ch- those doors from the venue, I think their mindset is, I'm walking out the doors to the church as well. Yeah. And so um, it's going to be so good to be able to encourage people to continue to have conversations, continue to connect with one another, especially as we um, are wanting to see people go from being lost in a crowd to known in community, having a space that's smaller, a space that people can feel more connections with, place where people can know names and not just faces Mm -hmm. and then they can continue to connect following the service and so i'm really excited for that Uh, both for the the chat for the uh, bilingual service who can have a more dedicated space that they can do exactly what they want with because we've both been sharing and making the best use of the space while keeping in mind what the other um, service needs Mm -hmm. and so it's just going to be great to be able to uh, fully um fully invest, but then also fully be dedicated to um, those two services and exactly how the ministry leaders want to see them take yeah.
0: place. That's awesome. I like how you, know, how you broke down jumping back to student ministries, which student min- ministries meet Wednesday nights. Yeah.
1: So a uh, student middle school meets from 630 to eight, and then high school ministries meets from 801 to
0: 930. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, I liked how you, you know, you broke it down that every night it's always broken down to three phases. But now you have the three phases can happen in three different areas because, like you said, game night in the venue or game activities in the venue, yep. uh, worship and teaching in the chapel, and then your small group, you guys scatter all over the place yep. uh, on Wednesday nights for, for people to develop those relationships that you were talking about yep. that can make such an impact um, and really just to develop people's relationship with Christ. So yep.
1: And there was one more thing that I forgot to mention about student ministries is that on the first Wednesday of the month, FX takes place. Mm -hmm. And on those nights in the past, we have shared the building with FX families and children's ministry, which is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't own the building on Wednesday nights, and so we're happy (laughs) to share it. Um, But what that means is our normal game space or the normal meeting space um, is filled with tables and chairs. And so ever since FX has started. we've tried to figure out what's the best way for student ministries to use that one that just that one night. Mm-hmm. It's one night, and so we just we, we flex. we make it work. Um, it's not a huge deal, um, but trying to figure out, do we take the tables down? Do we find teams of people to take the tables down? Do we have the students take them down? Do we have them sit around the tables? You know what do we do? And now, because of the chapel, um, we can have students go straight into the chapel. We'll do a little bit different from the game activity side. Sure. But they'll have a dedicated space still where they can go on Wednesday nights um, and not just try to find a corner in the church building because we've, um, when they walk in, we don't want to spill all of the, the middle school students into the venue because the, the FX families are in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, 100 middle school students with FX families is probably not what the FX families are coming to eat dinner <laughs> with. And so wanting to be thoughtful for them and so trying to find a place for them And so this will reduce some of the chaos on those first Wednesdays of the night, uh, first Wednesdays of the month, which I'm really excited about because it will give them a dedicated space where they can know, okay, this is where I go every single first Wednesday of the month. I go Mm -hmm. into the chapel, and we're going to do things a little bit differently, but I'm going to have still a dedicated student ministry space on that night, Nice, which is great. Yep. Cause then uh, the FX families can do exactly what they need to do. And that can continue to be a great resource for the FX um, ministry for the children's ministry. And then student ministry can have a dedicated space as well. Yeah. So it's awesome. It's going to be great.
0: And on uh, February 2nd, we're going to be dedicating the chapel and our other new space uh, in the prayer room at ten fifteen AM on February 2nd. Um, what is your involvement with that, that dedication service?
1: Uh, yeah. So I will be in the chapel. Um, with uh, uh, the Next Generation Pastor, Kent Sundberg, as well as our student ministries intern, Jordan Moppen and then a couple of our students. Um, and we are going to be taking place in the uh, dedication service. And mm. so um, I, I, I think I just have a line to say. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm excited to be a part of that, be a part of uh, that dedication service, and to um, see it officially launched into to ministry as a tool that we have in our toolbox
0: yeah so it's exciting stuff eric and i you know talked about the different spaces and our involvement with it with mm-hmm. communications and tech uh about a month ago and you know we're uh we're excited about uh, february 2nd and dedicating this this space and again that's at ten fifteen a.m between the services on february 2nd and uh yeah
1: So uh, one other thing Um, that might be of interest to listeners. If not, they can turn it off. But hopefully (laughs) hopefully they're interested. Uh, I just wanted to share a little bit about what student ministries did in the chapel over the summer. Oh, sure. Um, So we took three or four um, ministry nights throughout the summer to help with the demolition. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome because uh, Rod Russell and his team came to me and asked if the students would be willing to do this. And I initially was a little bit nervous about – saying, yeah, we'll give middle school students sledgehammers and say, you know, break down this wall or or hit drywall and all this kind of stuff. Um, But they were fantastic. Hmm. They were amazing. It was uh, awesome to see them um, step into that role and say, yeah, we want to serve, we want to make this, we want to play a part in seeing this room become a student ministry space, as well as a space for the rest of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, But seeing uh, sixth grade girls wheelbarrow rubble out and throw it in the yeah. trailer and, and seeing students pull nails and tear down drywall and um, have getting text messages and emails from them saying, hey, are we going to do this next Wednesday because I, I want to do this again? And so that was the role that student ministry has got to play in helping the demolition um, throughout the, the, the pre-building process, but yeah. the demolition process. We got to, to take part in that, which was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: so. that's – it puts a new uh, light – uh, to the, the mission statement of building a transformational yeah. community by growing in love with Christ and all people. Yes. So, um, yes. investing not only in their own generation, but future generations that'll yeah. use, use the space down the road, too. So, yeah. that's really cool. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk about the chapel and in your area of ministries. And uh, we look forward to, again, the dedication on February 2nd. And we look forward to doing some more podcasts with other staff and ministry leaders. So, thanks again. Yep.